Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. So today's message is titled, Love Yourself. And like I usually do, let me ask you a question. Do you like you? What do you like about yourself? Is it easier to say what you don't like about yourself or what you do like about yourself? You know, when Homer and I were first dating, um, or actually, no, cancel that, when we were married for like a year or two, you know how like, I don't know if you've ever been this kind of girlfriend, woman, wife, um, and then you kind of grow out of it maybe. I think I did once I had kids. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, um, But I'd be like, babe, do you love me? All like dumb, right? He's like, yes, of course. I'm like, but do you like me? And he's like, what's the difference? Like, well, you like love me. Yes. But do you like me? Like it's different, babe. And so, but anyways, now I don't even, you know, it's too much going on. I'm like, yes, I love you. We both love each other. We're good. But there's a difference, right? How have you showed yourself love today or even lately? And let me start by clarifying. This isn't a message about all that self-love hype you've been hearing about these days. Yes, take care of yourself. I agree with all that. But I don't personally promote selfishness or putting oneself above others or entitlement or worship of self or anything like that. As a Christian, we are called to love God and love others. There isn't exactly a commandment that says love yourself. You know, like it's not like, oh, and then the, you know, 11th commandment says, make sure to love yourself. But I don't think that God desires us to not have love towards ourselves, not to take care of ourselves. I don't think he wants us to not like ourselves and neglect the importance of our value. It is important to like who we are and show ourselves the same love that we show to others. It is easy to get in a rut of constantly being disappointed with ourselves as we continue to not measure up to our own unreachable expectations. We may despise the way we look and in the essence of who we are so much that we begin to talk negatively about ourselves and to ourselves. We begin to think and talk negatively about ourselves and to ourselves. This all begins to be reflected on how we carry ourselves. We begin to care less about our appearance, our actions, and our words. We take less time to invest in our physical, mental, and even spiritual health. All because the love we have for ourselves begins to be destroyed by hurtful words from others, maybe ourselves, overwhelming life circumstances, too much demand to perform, and many other factors. In return, it begins to affect the way we love others. Our lack of love for self begins to pour out on the way that we show love. It becomes easier to judge and gossip, to be rude and irritable, to be coarse and hurtful. One second, guys. Just letting some other moms in. Sorry for the pause. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm sure that we have all met people like such, those that are maybe bitter and and coarse and rude, 
And it's easy to identify. Have you ever said, oh, well, they're just hurt inside. They're just unhappy with themselves inside. But for us, it must be different. We have to realize that God made no mistake when he was making us. We are valuable. We are worthy of love. We are beautiful. We are created so intricately and perfect. And he smiles at you night and day because he is so pleased with the way he made you. You are loved. And so today we're going to talk about three points. The first one is I like me. (laughs) The second one is taking care of me. And the last one is better at loving others. And so let's start with our first point and that is I like me. (laughs) What do you like about yourself? I want you to really think about it. Is it your hair, your eyes, your humor, your creativity and ability to be creative in different artistic ways? Is it the way you cook? Maybe your ability to encourage and counsel others? Maybe your passion for working out? Your style? Maybe the way you love your kids? Maybe your supernatural ability to be organized? Stay motivated? What is it for you? Do you realize that God made no mistake when he created you? Do you realize that you are a likable person? People like you. I know you've probably heard the phrase that says, I'm my own worst critic, girl. I think most of us can admit that to be true. It seems so much easier to see what we don't like about ourselves than what we do like. Have you seen that? um, I'm sure many of you have seen or heard of that experiment where People uh, speak positively um, to one uh, container of rice and negatively to another separate container of rice, right? The one in which the negative words were spoken grew mold and other things, um, and the other one didn't. It stayed perfectly fine. So if rice can feel the effects of our words, how much more will ourselves absorb our thoughts and our words, negative or positive. If you realize that you've been hating on yourself lately, maybe it's just time to change this. Maybe it's time to open your eyes to the lies we've believed about ourselves. It's time to look into the mirror, into our own eyes, and appreciate the incredible woman we are. You know, and so many of us, when we see ourselves, whether it's in the mirror, whether it's physically, mentally, whatever part of us, not just what we see with our eyes, but when we gaze into who we are, so many times we measure it by what, you know, our culture says we should be like, look like, act like. We we have this, all of us have this specific measurement or scale that we um, evaluate ourselves through. And so many times we just believe that as what we should um you know, look at or see or or be like, but that doesn't mean that that scale is accurate. It's just the one we've adopted as true. With all the beauty and all of our flaws, we need to look in the mirror. All the beauty and the so-called flaws is what makes us so amazing, so truly beautiful, so unique and valuable. 
But we need to stop looking at ourselves with the eyes of comparison, measuring ourselves up to what we think we need to be and start seeing you for who you were meant to be. The way we think about ourselves, talk about ourselves, and even care for ourselves will teach our children to do the same. Your example and watching and your, I'm sorry, your children are watching and listening and learning how to self-love by your example. It's time to stop being at war with yourself, constantly trying to fix yourself. It's time to forgive not only others, but yourself from past mistakes and failures. It's time to accept yourself, love yourself, and even like yourself. The way you love yourself doesn't only affect you, but everyone around you. You know, as Christians, I, uh, you know, one point is that I shared on this is so many times we're like, yes, we need to forgive others. Like sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's super hard. Sometimes it takes a while, like for the whole concept of forgiveness. But I feel like so many times we don't even think about the unforgiveness that, that we have against ourselves, whether it's bad decisions, mistakes, um, our hangups, our addictions, our, uh, you know, coulda, woulda, shouldas, who knows, right? But so many times we're like, yeah, I got forgiveness down. Uh, I think my heart is clear. I, you know, I've forgiven all those people who've hurt me. Like, but is there anything in your heart that maybe you didn't realize is lingering there that you have self-hatred for unforgiveness towards yourself for that you are constantly cycling in your head day and night. I can't, I hate myself. Why did I do this? I'm so dumb. I can't believe this. I could, I, things could have been different right now if I didn't do that. And that is all a form of self-hatred and a form of unforgiveness towards ourself. And it's hard to love and like yourself when you have unforgiveness towards yourself. And so, you know, I really encourage you to search your heart and I'm not saying all of us here have something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're like, no, cool. Like I'm cool. Me and myself are, we're cool. But if there's something in your heart that you realize you haven't let go of, it's important to search yourself and ask God, help me to forgive myself, to give myself grace. Like I give others to give myself a fresh start. Like I've given others and allow God to do that work in your life. I'm going to share a couple of verses on this point. And the first one is Proverbs 23, 7. And it says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so he is. The way that you think about yourself is the way that you are. I mean, it, 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 um, in a sense, the word, uh, it reveals itself in who you are, the way that you think it will be seen for others to see, for yourself to see what you believe is what you are. Ephesians 2, 10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You may have heard that verse. It's so pretty. Like I'm God's masterpiece. Like, but really think about it. Every masterpiece is created uniquely different. There is no masterpiece alike. It is all different. Some might look kind of similar, like, oh, they use the same colors, the same this, but they're not perfectly alike and God has created you to be his perfect masterpiece. He made no mistake and he thinks what he knows that what he created was good. And it says you are new in Christ Jesus and that he's planned good things for you a long time ago. 
Song of Songs 4-7 says, You are altogether beautiful, my darling, and there is no flaw in you. You know, as women do, like we, we're just, we're always looking at our flaws. You know, we're always comparing ourselves to that next woman walking by. You know, we're always fixated on that. But how many of us could be like, no, you know, don't we want to be at a place where we could see ourselves and see what God sees? A beautiful daughter with no flaw and feel that and be confident in that truth. How freeing would that be? In Psalms 139.14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know that full well. And you may have heard that, oh, fearfully and wonderfully made. That's such a pretty scripture, but you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he's saying he praises God for that. I mean, imagine like getting up in the morning, God, I thank you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, look at what you made. <laughs> you know, imagine having that, that praise to God. Imagine, and that's not being, you know, like conceited. That's just like, you know, finally being free enough to accept that you are amazing. You know, it hurts God's heart when we despise the beautiful creation he made. And that is us. He made no mistake with us, and He desires for us to love us just as He made us. And so our first point, I like me. Let's move on to our second point, and that is taking care of me. Taking care of me. What are some things that you enjoy doing to love yourself? What does taking care of yourself look like to you? You know, it's so easy to care and love for our children and all of those around us. It comes natural to women to take care of others, to nurture, to protect, to ensure that our kids and others have all that they need and even all that they want. It's just like what we deep down do. Like, I want to nurture, protect, take care of. When we become a mom, a lot of the things that we used to do to take care of ourselves seems to easily go out the window. We can barely even paint our toenails now because we're either doing a billion other things or we're too tired when we finally have time. You know, sometimes I look down at my toes like, dang, like when was the last time I fixed y'all up? You know, before having kids, I could sit there and like, I'm going to do my nails tonight. Like I'm going to file them. You know, it's a silly example, but you know what I mean? You know, maybe we used to take time to prepare ourselves healthy meals, maybe to work out put on makeup, brush our hair. But as soon as we became a mom, we went into survival mode. Now we're typically sporting the mom's bun and workout clothes or some kind of clothes. And I'll be the very first to say that that's me most days out of the week, unless you catch me on, on Sunday morning at church or at a kid's birthday party. <laughs> what else do we do, right? <laughs> Is this a bad look? No, that's not what I'm saying. But we need to be careful to not throw these things completely out the window and blame it on being a busy mom. You know that I, I remember like the season when it was just me and uh, when we had just uh, Joy and Jules and they were younger. So Jules was like a baby and it was like Joy. I remember I, I've shared with y'all many times how that season was really challenging because Homer had to go to work most of the day and like all day. So it was just me and the kids. I like rarely, I couldn't even put on makeup unless Homer was home and we were going somewhere for like a second, right? So, and I would just, I would throw on, nothing fit me right because I was like super postpartum. Like I just threw on like the ugliest clothes, 
threw my hair all messed up, no makeup, and I would go for walks every morning just to get us out of the house and cry and pray, right? But I remember looking at myself, I'm like, dang, girl, like, what happened to you? <laughs> you know, and I'll be the first to say that it is so, I, I literally would try to, like, hold jewels and put on mascara because it made me feel a little bit better, you know, just, like, personally. Just like, okay, I want to, like, look at myself and be like, okay, yeah, mascara, like, you look pretty. <laughs> um, you know, because it was such a rough season. So all, I know that there are specific seasons where it's hard to even do that, you know, to even brush your hair, to even put on anything because I've been there, right? But we need to ensure that we continue to make it a priority to take care of ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually. And here's what I've realized. How we present ourselves reflects how we feel about ourselves inside. The way we present ourselves reflects how we feel inside. And how we portray ourselves to others determines how others see us, sees us, and even treats us. You might be thinking, shoot, I can care less what other people think. Okay, I get you, and you can go on with your bad self, girl. I feel the same way in some ways. But let's go back to the first point. How you present yourself reflects how you feel about yourself. So how do you feel deep down? You know, we have to make time for ourselves again. Whatever that looks like for you. All of us are different. Some of us look beautiful. Uh, let me rephrase that. All of us <laughs> look beautiful without makeup. For me, I need some makeup. You know, like you don't want to see me on a Monday morning after a busy weekend. But whatever that is for you, maybe that's putting on a dash of makeup if that's your thing. Maybe it's curling your hair one day for like two seconds instead of throwing it up. Maybe it's letting your kids play alone for five more minutes if that means you can read your Bible and sip your coffee. Maybe that's taking a hot bath in the evening instead of skipping it all together. Maybe it's listening to a spiritual and edifying podcast to encourage your weary heart instead of mindlessly scrolling through TikToks. Maybe it's go, going and getting your nails done, your toes done, and not worrying about your kids for at least an hour, trusting your husband or babysitter, and just enjoying your time. Maybe it's signing up for counseling finally if you feel like you're ready for some inner healing. Maybe it's making small fitness and health goals and taking it just one step at a time. We have to realize that our decisions to take care of of ourselves or not to take care of ourselves will produce fruit. You will see the result of both decisions in your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. So it's time to love yourself again by taking care of your needs and enjoying the things that you love. And your kids will learn your example and they will enjoy a mom who has had time to invest in herself a little bit more. And so and I'll share one verse here, three, uh, uh, third John one, two. I don't, okay. Yeah. So it says, dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. And so this is a simple verse, but it's really just reflecting the importance of being strong in your spirit and your devotion and love in Christ. But it's also that important to be healthy in body physically, mentally, what is it that you need to feel better again? You know, 
we are not only a steward over all the blessings that God has given us, like our children. God has given us a home, you know, where the food that we have to eat, our jobs, or whatever you have been given as a blessing from God. We are a steward to take care of them. And the biggest example is children. Maybe you have a dog. I don't know. Whatever your thing is, we have to take care of it and be responsible. But the way that we take care of ourselves is also a form of stewardship. And it honors God when we take good care of ourselves. But we have to remember deep down that we are worthy of love and we are worthy of care. And so taking care of me. And I'll remind you that I know sometimes as a mom and if you're a working mom, like all of us do a million billion things and somehow we get it done. You know, all of us here, there's so many different, as I look at the different people on, some of y'all, you know, are stay-at-home moms, but y'all have still managed to create beautiful masterpieces and mail them out to people who want to order your products. You know, some of us work from home and have kids and take them to daycare and go back and forth. Some of us work, take care of our kids, and then manage to take them to amusement parks throughout the week without being exhausted. You know, some of us are just doing so many different things, going to school and being mom. Don't know how you do it. And with all that, it's hard to take care of ourselves. But I think we can see that we are worth it and that it is time to do what we need to do for ourselves. And so moving on to our last point, and that is better at loving others. You will be better at loving others the more you love who you are. The way we treat ourselves is the way we will begin to treat others. If you are harsh and critical with yourselves, you will begin to be the same with others. So what's in your heart or what's in your heart will reveal itself to those around you. People are looking to you to get a glimpse of who God really is. Many people have been hurt by church, Christians, and many others. Deep down, many are searching for God, but are afraid to approach him. God is working through you to reveal his love to those you encounter every day. They know you're a Christian and they are seeing if you truly are by the way you present yourself, by the way you love yourself and others, the way you act, the way you talk and the way that you treat them. Your life is a witness for Jesus in every way. You are called to make a difference. You, just the way you are. Those around you, starting with your kids. Maybe you're like, I'm home all day. I don't talk to anyone. Starting with your kids. Even your spouse, your friends, your family, your coworkers. Those are the people that God has purposely put in your life. He wants to shine his love through you to them. He has chosen you because you are the perfect woman for the mission. The mission of loving others. And at the end of the day, this woman has to find the love deep down. The love that he first gave you. The love he has lavished on you. The love you have for yourself. And the love that he has given to you, overflowing to be poured out on those around you. The more you love yourself as you accept the unfailing love of God, the better you will love others. And I'm going to end with a couple of verses. And John 13, 34 through 35 says, A new command I give you, love one another. 
As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Just like we talked about, the way that you love other people is going to show the world that you are his, that God is real. He is being seen through the way that you love them. And it's hard to give something that we don't have. So that's why we're talking about loving ourselves, having love within our heart. Because if we lack that, starting with ourselves, how can we give that to others? How can we give from what we don't have? In Matthew 12, 33 through 36, it says, A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If, it's, if the tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must, give, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. That was a big verse right there. That was intense. So I'm not calling anyone snakes here. The essence of this verse that I'm trying to portray today is that what is in our heart will be revealed. The love that we do have in our heart will be revealed to others. If we have hatred and unforgiveness and bitterness, it will be revealed to others. And so God wants to do a new work in our heart, fill it with love so that that would be seen to those around us. Psalms 19:14 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Our heart and what is in our heart is important. And 1 John 3, 1 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And I love this verse. It's so simple, but he chose the word lavished. That God has lavished his love without holding back in abundance on us and he calls us his children. And so today I want us to all ask God to cleanse our heart and to make it new. Ask him to help us receive his love in a new and powerful way. All of us know I'm loved by God. God loves us. But sometimes we just been in this season and we didn't realize that we have forgotten the power of the love that God has for us. And we have to ask him, God, remind me of this simple yet powerful truth. Ask him to help you see yourselves with the eyes of love and ultimately be able to pour out this overflowing love on those around you. And so today we talked about love yourself. We talked about how important it is to like yourself and who you are and how, how a God has created you perfect with no flaws. We talked about taking care of me, the importance of really taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and even spiritually. And we ended by talking about in the way that we love ourselves, we are able to love others better. And so with all that being said, that concludes our message today. 
I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.